Prologue More than seventy years have passed since a day that was, and remains for me, unimaginable. My father, Don Wedower, was nearly dead. In fact, he should have been dead. Then, a nineteen-year-old army infantry private, he lay badly wounded in slushy snow, fading in and out of consciousness, his face bleeding from the blast moments before that had shattered a hospital in Liège, Belgium, where he was a patient. It was November 24th, 1944, the day after Thanksgiving and almost three years since the United States had entered World War II. The hospital had been shredded by a German V-1 buzz bomb. The Vergeltungswaffel Eins, revenge weapon number one as it was called by the Germans, was an indiscriminate terror weapon, a long-range flying bomb loaded with almost 2,000 pounds of high explosives. It was a cross between a Scud missile of the First Gulf War infamy and a flying improvised explosive device, an IED, of more recent notoriety in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Like later weapons, the V-1 was crude but gruesomely effective, exacting revenge by indiscriminately destroying and killing everything and everyone in its path. Two days earlier in Liège, in a particularly horrific bombing, a careening V-1 had ricocheted off the top of a street trolley and, crashing into the second floor of a girl's school before exploding, killed dozens and injured many more. One historian described the V-1 as the World War II equivalent of the cinematic Terminator. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. It absolutely will not stop. In short... Nothing was sacred or secure from the V-1, and in Liège, there was virtually no defense against it. Sometimes you had warning it was coming. On the horizon, the V-1 first appeared as a speck. As it drew closer, it looked like a black cross, streaking across the sky while emitting a guttural roar. It was an unnerving sound, similar to that made by a pack of Harley-Davidson motorcycles. The roar abruptly stopped with a distinctive click as the V-1's motor cut off. Then followed fourteen seconds of terrifying silence as it plunged to earth to annihilate whatever lay in its path. In describing the psychological effects of the terror bombing of Liège by the V-1s, one soldier wrote, Mere words are highly inadequate to portray the terror and noise and death which all occur at the height of battle or bombing. It was shortly after nine o'clock in the morning, the ground around the two-story brick buildings of the hospital was wet with slushy snow. Dad had just been moved to a recovery room after being x-rayed. His body, or what was left of it, was in a full-body cast. His tissue was perforated by shrapnel, one eye was gone, his teeth were blown in, and one finger had the knuckle blown off. Worst of all, both legs were severed, one above the knee, the other below the knee. Four days before, while in combat in Germany, Private First Class Wedower had stepped on a landmine. Dad had heard plenty of V-1s while in the combat zone. That morning, though, he didn't hear it coming. No sirens, no calls to take cover, no warning at all. One moment he was lying immobilized in the serenity of the recovery room, the next the blast from the bomb's impact catapulted him into the air and then slammed him back onto the bed. The ceiling collapsed on top of him. A rafter came crashing down and landed across his chest, pinning him to the bed. Pieces of the ceiling, now a barrage of razor-like projectiles, slashed his face. 
The blast concussed my father, causing the retina in his one good eye to detach, leaving him nearly blind. Almost everyone in the nearby x-ray room, from where he'd just been moved, was dead. By one account, the blast was so powerful that bodies were tossed up to 75 feet and were left hanging over the ceiling rafters where some died before they could be rescued. A courageous nurse, seeing my father's helplessness, fetched help to get him out and laid him in the wet snow outside. Around him were wreckage, fire, and many dead, both civilians and soldiers. Sightless and fading in and out of consciousness, my father heard a Catholic priest giving him the Catholic sacrament of last rites in French. In the Catholic faith, this is a final blessing given to someone expected to die. 